new book, The Doctrine Concerning New Testament Ministry, Part 2. Chapter 1, the, new, the Ministers of the New Testament, page 1. In the Old Testament, God chose Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and from Jacob, the twelve tribes of Israel, to be his people. From them he chose one tribe, the tribe of Levi, exclusively to serve him, and the priesthood was further confined specifically to one family of the Levites, to Aaron and his sons. In the New Testament, God calls from whom he will, without respect to race or nationality. From among every nation under heaven, God calls all those who believe on the Lord Jesus Christ to be his chosen people. From among them, without respect to kith or kin, or to any other carnal or natural distinction, God calls any man or woman as he wills to be his minister. As in the case of Aaron, the important feature is that a minister of the New Testament must be called of God. He is not self-appointed or chosen by man. Page 2. Or human institutions. And no man taketh this honor unto himself, but he that is called of God, as was Aaron. Hebrews chapter 5. Four. In the Old Testament, there were many false prophets among the people. Peter said it would be the same today. But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there are, shall be false teachers among you. You, privily, shall bring in damnable heresies. Second Peter chapter 2, 1. There are many today who call themselves ministers of Christ, but in reality, they are not. Men and women enter religious vocations for many different reasons. Some may have impressive credentials or, or of oratorical abilities, charisma, degrees from Bible schools or theological seminaries, ordination by ecclesiastical institutions, etc. Some are not even born again, and some are not baptized with the Holy Spirit. There are some who fall into sin, others lose their faith and yet continue in the ministry for reasons of prestige and livelihood. Often, their confidence is in their natural ability, their learning, and their approval by man. Such persons often are deluded by the deceiver and even become messengers of Satan. For such are false prophets, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into apostles of Christ. And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as ministers of righteousness, whose end shall be according to their work. Second Corinthians 11 chapter 11, 13 to 15, page 3. The following are some of the general features and conditions which distinguish and qualify true ministers of the New Testament. <coughs> 1. Every New Testament minister must be baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit. Jesus commanded his disciples to tarry until they were endued with the power of the Holy Spirit. On the day of Pentecost, they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with, with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance, Acts chapter 2, verse 4. With the anointing of the Holy Spirit, they also received power, authority, and grace to accomplish the ministry for which they were called. Jesus himself did not begin to minister until he was anointed with the Holy Spirit. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Acts chapter 10, verse 38. The power and anointing is for every servant of God today. Part one of this book, we in part one of this book, we studied the Old Testament priesthood as a shadow and type of the New Testament ministry. 
there we saw that every priest was anointed with the anointing oil that was just a symbolic anointing, a figure of the true anointing of the Holy Spirit in the New Testament. The Lord Jesus spoke of a future today when he would build his church. He told his disciples to tarry in Jerusalem, page four, until they were endued with power from on high. But ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, unto the uttermost part of the earth. That was the day of Pentecost when the New Testament ministry and church commenced. The, this power and anointing must be renewed from time to time through fervent prayer and with dedication of oneself to God. At one time when the disciples prayed for the renewal of his power, the very place they were assembled was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and they spake the word of God with boldness. After this, we read that with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of Lord Jesus and great grace was upon them all. Acts chapter four, verses 31 to 33. Paul testifies to this great power when he said, whereunto I also labor, striving according to his working, which worketh in me mightily. Colossians chapter one, verse 29. But by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace, which was bestowed upon me, was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God, which was with me. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 10. Although all ministers are to co-labor together, each one receives special grace and anointing for his or her particular ministry. Paul says, I was made. Amen. Amen.